With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Phillips Levin of the 1012 Podcast here. If you've been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I. Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. It's about to go down. I am Philip Slavin, and this is the 1012 podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. That's right. Bedlam is happening. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ticket buys you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. That's because it's Bedlam Wrestling, boys and girls. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma meeting on the mat this Sunday, and we're going to kind of preview this matchup. We are talking wrestling today. Look, I told you we're going to talk about every sport in the Big 12, and we haven't touched on wrestling yet. Very excited to have Brandon Kane from Cowboys Ride for Free here to talk a little Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. The other team you're going to want to keep an eye on, Iowa State. We kind of also run down why the teams in the Big 12 are a little bit weird. We get to that. Really nice interview. Had a lot of fun. This is a big sport in the Big 12. I know the Big 10 has dominated it in the past decade or so, but we're talking about the best program in wrestling Collegiate wrestling history in Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, who has a long history of success, despite the fact that their fans seem to want to trash the sport on social media at every possible chance. Can't can't imagine that helps in the recruiting. We're going to talk wrestling there in a minute. I do want to make a couple of shout outs. First off, Baylor Bears, 8-1 and one on the season after a big win over number 18 Butler on Tuesday night. Now, Baylor, currently 8-1, and one, wins over Butler. Over Arizona, over Villanova, and the only loss so far this season is over is to Washington by three points on a neutral court. Baylor, keep it going. We said when we did our Big 12 basketball preview, we really liked Baylor. They are showing out. Congrats to them. Also, Texas Tech. Ooh. Ooh, continuing the nice string of unranked teams knocking off number ones. 
going and, let's be honest, thumping Louisville by 13 on Tuesday night. Great job by the Red Raiders without their best player, getting a huge win. It looks like uh, looks like that team's starting to turn something of a corner. After a rough few games, a few losses, maybe they've kind of found something and, and they're about to start trending up. Very exciting for the Big 12, who I think they're still really good. I think this is a deep conference. I mean, they, they haven't been great in the whole Big East battle, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Look, folks, bowl games and then it's basketball season. Bowl games and then basketball season. And for... You know, four teams in the Big 12, it's basketball season because there's no such thing as a bowl game for you this year. I'm excited. We're going to talk basketball soon. Um, I do need your help with something if possible. The two best teams in collegiate volleyball are Texas and Baylor. The two best teams in the sport this year are in the Big 12, and I want to, I want to, I want to talk a little volleyball. I want to give this sport and its teams when the two best in the country are in your conference. I want to give them some Give them their due. I want to show them some respect. And I'd love to talk about them on the show. I've been trying to find a guest. If you have somebody that you can point me in the direction to, or you are somebody who loves college volleyball and and feels they want to come on and talk about Texas and Baylor and the sport in general and the conference as a whole within the sport, I'd love to have you on. So do me a favor. Shoot us a a DM on the Twitters at 1012podcast, T-E-N, the number 12, the word podcast. Our DMs are open. So... Feel free to drop us a DM. You know, we appreciate those. But if you've got someone in mind, let me know. I would appreciate it. Um, make sure and give our Twitter account a follow. Also, if you like this pod, leave us five stars in review. We would appreciate it. I'm pretty excited about this interview. I want to give you a heads up right now. Uh, we've got about five episodes left before the end of the year. We're gonna we're we're, we're gonna take some time off from 20th to 25th to the first. I just I need a, we need a break. It's Christmas time. I'm gonna be out of town. Chris is busy, and he's got his own things going on. And uh, so just just we're gonna take some time off at the holidays. But we've got some exciting episodes. I think we've got wrestling this week. I'm uh, gonna talk some TCU football and basketball coming up. Obviously, we're gonna make our bowl picks. Um, I hope to talk some. Uh, we've got a few things in the works. So make sure you're following the show. You give it five stars. You write a review so you don't miss anything we've got coming out. If you haven't listened to all our roundtable episodes from last week, you really should. They were fantastic. Obviously, we talked about bowl games on Monday. If you haven't heard that one yet, go do so. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy our wrestling interview with, with Brandon Kane. So joining me today to talk a little Big 12 wrestling, Brandon Kane from Cowboys Ride for Free. Brandon covers Oklahoma State wrestling for that particular site that I also write for on the side. Brandon, welcome to the 1012, man. Thanks for having me. Well, I mean, I, I, I've talked to a couple other people, but there's not a lot of options as far as reaching out to talk about Big 12 wrestling because, you know, it's, it's not like a... How do I put this nicely? I care about wrestling because I'm an Oklahoma State fan, but it's not like there's a, a large number of, like, collegiate wrestling writers so since i know you it was easy to just bring you on the show 
Yeah, I feel like that's a fair take. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. Not, not not a shot at you in any way, shape, or form. Just, you know, it is what it is, and that's okay. So, obviously, uh, Oklahoma State. I mean, think of it this way. How I am a, this is a Big 12 show, and when an arguably the biggest program in a specific sport is in your conference, it's worth talking about it now and then. And Oklahoma State, you could argue pretty easily and, and win, um, is the, the biggest collegiate wrestling program in the country, which is weird that it's in the Big 12 and not, say, maybe you think in the Big 10 or... Yeah, that's about it, Big Ten, because I can't think of another conference that really dominates in wrestling quite the way um, Oklahoma State and the Big 12 does. I, I, I want to start with this weekend, because this weekend is is a big match. It is Bedlam, and it's the first of two Bedlam matchups this season. I know that they dropped down to one for a little while because OSU was just killing Oklahoma. They've brought it back to two matches, which I think is really important. Um, this is... I know OU fans like to poo-poo on this, like they, they make fun of wrestling and like it doesn't matter because it's OSU sport, so it's it's easy to make fun of. But I mean, realistically, Oklahoma ha- has been in the past one of the best wrestling programs in the country. In fact, I believe I saw the stat that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have finished one and two in collegiate wrestling like eight times and I like... One, with one as the national champion, one as the runner-up, eight times. I, I forget who's won more, Oklahoma State. Um, but this is this is a historic rivalry in wrestling. And and while not everyone realizes that or cares as much, and and for OU fans who like to poo-poo it, guys, like it, if you're gonna you know cheer for your school to do well in men's gymnastics, like it's kind of hard to poo-poo wrestling. I'm not saying poo-poo. It's weird. I'm tired of it. Um, but Brandon, this is a, a a big rival. Why don't you just kind of explain to listeners and like some of the history behind this rivalry and, and why it's why it's such a big deal? Yeah, I mean it's definitely a big deal. You have two programs that I guess you could say used to uh, be a dominant force in the sport, um, not just you know in the Big Twelve, but nationally as well. Um, I mean, everyone knows that. You know, the, the Heisman goes to the best player in college football. Well, wrestling has their own award, and it's the Dan Hodge Trophy, and that's named after Dan Hodge, who wrestled at OU and was never taken down during his uh, wrestling career with the Sooners. So um, that's what strikes me as odd when OU fans don't recognize wrestling. It's like, well, the award for being the best in the sport is named after a guy who um, suited up for you guys so that, like – feel like you would take pride in that, but, um, for some, not so much, but, um, both programs have, you know, historic wrestling figures, um, in the sport. And it's just something where there's a lot of history there and some duels you get more anxious about and more excited about than others. And Bedlam is definitely one of those, not just, conference-wise, but nationally that everyone tunes in for. And it's a special deal. It's the only duel on the schedule that gets TV time. When you think about it, um, it's on Fox Sports Oklahoma. And for a wrestling duel to get coverage like that is kind of unprecedented. So when you get TV airtime like that, it definitely shows how much of a big deal it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have some of the OSU games or, or, or matches you can now see on ESPN Plus because of that deal, which was kind of one of the benefits of the ESPN Plus package was that you just get the opportunity to see some things like Oklahoma State wrestling if you're an Oklahoma State fan. But 
I mean, you know, Fox Sports Oklahoma may not be a like ESPN, but that's 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 cable TV. That's that's a legitimate channel that's going to have this match on uh, this coming Sunday at two o'clock. So just kind of break down this matchup a little bit for me. What are some of the uh, so what are some of the weights and some of the matchups here that that you think could really decide who wins on Sunday? Well, I think the premier matchup that everyone has kind of had circled since preseason was one. 141, you have Dom Demas, who is a national contender, national title contender, uh, against maybe Caden G. Feller, who's been out so far this season. Uh, don't really know if he'll be ready for Sunday. Um, it's just been like a, an injury thing that he's been dealing with. He's weighed in a couple times, but um, Coach John Smith hasn't given him the go. He's gone with Dusty Hone, uh, who's a, a bit older because he took a two-year um, LDS mission trip. So while he's only a junior I think redshirt junior um, a little bit older than your typical redshirt junior Um, so that's a matchup to watch if G Feller is good to go Um, another one would be 197 with Jake Woodley from OU and Dakota Gear Dakota Gear was supposed to be at 184 to start the season but then he was moved up to 197 uh, just based on some roster reshuffling um and Gear was probably the biggest surprise at Nationals last year. Um, he went from a, I believe he was a 14 seed, and he ended up being an All-American. That is something that does not happen. <laughs> and uh, it was quite a run for him for a guy who was kind of shuffled back and forth in the lineup last season. And definitely a guy who can contend to be an All-American once again. Uh, those are the two main ones that I see as big matchups in the Bedlam duel. So OSU, obviously, one of the more dominant programs in the sport. Now, they haven't won a national title in a, in a few years. Penn State's been the top dog for half a decade, if not longer, it feels now. But OSU seems to be off to something of a, a slow start for them. They're 3-1, they're and one, but they... Dropped a, dropped a match against Lehigh, which was surprising. Had a very close match with Princeton that, that kind of came down to the end there. I know that for Oklahoma State fans, you know the name Dayton Fix. He's the is the star of the Oklahoma State team, but he's taking an Olympic redshirt this year. And you mentioned injuries for uh, G. Feller so far. But is, is this just not as good of an Oklahoma State team? Is this just kind of – it just – stuff that happens like in other sports where, you know, college basketball is what it is. Teams have days, teams have bad, bad days. Is this not as dominant of an Oklahoma state team as we've seen in the past few years or what? I think there are two things that stand out to me. They are incredibly young. There's a uh, true freshman and Reese Whitcraft at 133 who's filling in for fix. Uh, and he'll probably stay at that position depending on Cade Brock's status, uh, coming back from a knee injury, whether he actually wrestles this season and runs out of his eligibility or if he comes back uh, and then Fix can move down to 125 next season. Uh, And then there's redshirt freshman um, Travis Whitlake at 165, who's probably been the most complete wrestler for OSU this season, which was pretty surprising for a guy who everyone expected to deliver, but to be their number one guy for the most part, out of the gate, was a little bit surprising. And um, Anthony Montablo at 184. Uh, And heavyweights, just aside from Derek Fix last season, 
is kind of a spot that OSU has not traditionally been known to be a force at. Um, and that's been a struggle this season with uh, Putman there, who is projected to be their starter being out for, uh, I guess it was violation of team rules. So they're young. And then the other thing would be they're just not aggressive to go for bonus points. And that's something that John Smith has pointed out to where there's the, oh, I have this hatch in the bag, but then there's not the push to get that major decision uh, to get that extra team point in the duel. Okay. So I do want to just sidetrack here for a second. So for everybody who doesn't follow Big 12 wrestling as much, the the conference is a little bit weird. Uh, The teams you know as Big 12 teams, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and West Virginia have wrestling programs. None of the other Big 12 teams have wrestling programs. Um, The the conference lost more than just in football when Nebraska and Missouri left. They both had wrestling programs as well. So over the past few seasons, the Big 12 has kind of brought in a few we say affiliates, but they are members of, of the conference in wrestling only. Uh, obviously, you have Air Force, Fresno State, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Northern Colorado, Northern Iowa, Wyoming, and Utah Valley, which sounds weird, but I mean, there's some, some decent programs. So I don't want to spend the whole time talking about Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Brandon, what are the other Big 12 teams that you think are going to be kind of tops in the conference this season? I would say Iowa State is locked into the number two spot. Uh, They could challenge OSU for the conference title this season, just because it's a bit of a weird season for OSU. Um, The big guy for Iowa state to, to watch is at 157 uh, with David Carr. He's one in five. He finished third uh, as a freshman at the Cliff Keen Invitational in Las Vegas this past weekend. Um, He's and the guy he lost to was um, Northwestern's Ryan Deacon in the semifinals, and then Deacon upset the uh, top ranked kid in the country. So um, a quality loss um, for sure in that one. And then Austin Gomez at one thirty three or one forty one uh, when he comes back, and the guy who's been filling in for him, Todd Small, has done a pretty pretty good job. Um, there so they have a solid lineup and they don't necessarily have the guys that can go out and get bonus points with you know majors or techs or pins um, but neither does osu really so um, that's why that duel in late january is you know one that big 12 fans should certainly tune into so Help me understand, where is west virginia in all of this so i i follow wrestling so much <laughs> as oklahoma state um, I pay attention, especially as we get closer to the end of the season and we start looking toward the NCAAs. Um, and, and the NCAA tournament is a weird format, I think. I don't – whatever. But where does West Virginia fit in all of this? What What's their program like? Uh, in two words, not good. Okay. Um, they have a little bit of a makeover going on with uh, Tim Flynn who came over from Edinburgh, uh, did a great job with Edinburgh, had guys who were in national title contention there for a few years. Um, but it's just a, a thing where he just has to build up the program. Um, and it's, last season it was a duel where 
OSU went in there and had some reserves that started and fared well. Um, so it's something that he can, he can definitely build a program up and he's shown that, but it's going to take some time, especially with the, you know, geographic region that West Virginia is in where you have, you know, good recruiting beds of Ohio and Pennsylvania, and New Jersey, but you also have incredibly tough competition to deal with, with the Ohio States, the Penn States um, of the world, you know, fighting for top ranked guys where it's, do you want to go to a proven program where you're going to have to fight to be able to be a starter, or you can go to West Virginia and you know, you're going to be the guy that's uh, Flynn's recruiting pitch to kids. Okay. So uh, let's wrap up on this. Um, you mentioned you think Iowa state can challenge Oklahoma state this year. Um, do, who do you think, uh, let me put it. I'll try and have you on again before the Big 12 championship, but just in case that doesn't work out, who do you think wins the Big 12 this year? And and do you think Penn State goes on and, and, and wins it all again, or do you see somebody else potentially rising up this season? So I think OSU squeaks out uh, the win at Big 12s um, just because I feel the depth of the team in wrestlebacks in the consolation bracket is a bit stronger than – Iowa State, um, and they match up a little bit better with the other programs, um, depth-wise. And for NCAAs, um, I think Iowa wins, and I wouldn't be surprised if Penn State is third and Ohio State sneaks in at number two. So, I mean, it could go either way with – two, three with Ohio state or Penn state. Um, but it's pretty in, in the people that I talk to, it's pretty unanimous that this Iowa team is pretty deep. Um, but all their best showings have come at Carver Hawkeye and just, you know, historically they are a team that delivers at home no matter what. And they just wrestle different in that building. Uh, but then in road duels, it's a bit of a different team for whatever reason. Um, NCAAs is at U.S. Bank Stadium where the Minnesota Vikings play, so their fans will have a quick trip up there. Um, so that'll be an interesting dynamic to see, just you know, see kind of what the the fan disparity is up there with Iowa and Minnesota and other Big Ten programs being so close to nationals but yeah i would say iowa and then ohio state penn state is two three oklahoma state will have a duel with iowa at the end of the regular season on february 23rd that'll be in iowa city that should be a a big one that's two of the biggest programs in the country so anytime those teams of that nature match up you know that's that's something to keep an eye on although it's on big 10 network so good luck finding it obviously this sunday <laughs> uh, uh the first of two bedlam duels oklahoma state traveling to norman to face oklahoma on sunday at 2 p.m that get that uh that will be on fox sports oklahoma uh, obviously they'll face off again that will be in, in stillwater on february 16th that'll be the week before the iowa match uh, that will be in Stillwater and available on ESPN+. Plus. Brandon, you have been great. I really appreciate you coming on the show. For everybody who wants to check out the work you do covering Oklahoma State wrestling and any other wrestling as well, uh, where can they do so? Uh, so all my wrestling work is at Cowboys Ride for Free, uh, SB Nation's home for all your uh, Oklahoma State needs. And then I'm on Twitter at 
um, Brandon M. Kane, and that's C-A-I-N. If your Twitter account is as full of bad puns and dad jokes as your uh, Slack messaging is, I'm sure you're worth a follow. I, I try. Um, maybe, maybe a bit more puns in, in the Slack, but um, I'll, I'll make a concerted uh, effort to drop them more on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, uh, Brandon, enjoy the uh, enjoy the duel this weekend, man. Yeah, for sure, I will. Hey guys, a couple of things before we go. Just a reminder, make sure you're subscribed to the 1012 podcast so you don't miss a single episode during the football season. Two, rate and review the show five stars. Please, it helps guests get the word out about the show to other people. Plus, we just like to know what you like and don't like. Just if you're going to give us one star, let us know why. We appreciate it. Don't forget, if you want to be part of our first mailbag episode this month, shoot us your question. You can DM us on Twitter, at 1012podcast, T-E-N, the number 12, the word podcast, or you can shoot it to us in an email. That's 1012podcast, T-E-N, number 12, word podcast, at gmail.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.